You're listening to The Local Beat on WKNC, hosted by DJ Beowulf. This specialty show airs on Tuesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. every week and features live sessions and interviews with local musicians of all genres. If you miss a week, check out our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the WKNC blog. Furthermore, if any local musicians are interested in The Local Beat, howl at your girl at localmusic at wknc.org.
WKNC 88.1. This is the local beat, your favorite specialty show, and no one can tell me otherwise, hosted by DJ Beowulf. Today we are in studio with, and you heard this right, Goddamn Wolves. They are here to talk a little bit about their music, introduce themselves, promote a show that's coming up, which definitely is one you should not miss. So keep it locked and hang out for this interview. Hello, guys. Thank you for being in today. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for having us. We are super excited. As of now, we only have two of the three wolves. The third will be joining us soon. But for now, do you guys want to introduce yourself, what you do and what you play? Please. Yes. My name's Laura McCullough, and I play bass and sing backing vocals. My name is Drew Folia. I play drums and sing fewer backing vocals. <laughs> fewer backing vocals. So I'm assuming uh, the third gentleman who will be joining us is the full vocalist. Yeah, lead guitar, lead vocals. Well, all guitars. Um, lead vocals and writes the songs. Well, shout out to him who will be with us soon. He's sort of important. It's just it's yeah. kind of important. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, the, you know what they say about like a three-legged table. You know, we've got yeah. two, but the third will be here soon. He's important right. to balance things out. That's right. Uh, for anyone who's been listening for the last couple minutes, the song you just heard was Two Boots off of their most recent EP release. Um, do you guys want to tell me a little bit about that release? Sure. Um, so there, are the songs that we've recorded there, we have, uh, gosh, we got about 16 that we're working on. Um, and we recorded three of those songs on that EP at Deep Sound uh, Studios mm-hmm. in Durham with uh, Peter Kimosh. He's in a lot of local bands here um, and his his work uh in the jazz scene and music scene has been fantastic right he's in um the beast uh you, you, which you've played on this radio station many times mm-hmm. and hosted them before um he's also in peter lamb and the wolves he's a bassist fantastic experience absolutely loved working with, with and how Pete. did you get connected with him is it just through word of mouth there, i actually have even a family connection oddly enough Very cool. my nephew and his brother are really good friends and but i so i hooked up with them many years ago actually going to see the beast um, and then had that connection through our families. And then uh, as time went on, saw him a few times as Peter Lamb and the Wolves. My other nephew is actually um, a phenomenal saxophone player and he's played with Peter Lamb and the Wolves before. And so uh, when we decided we wanted to record, we were like, hey, let's reach out to him. So while you guys are recording, you said that you have uh, 16 in the works in the moment. Does that mean that we can expect a full length album to come out sometime? Absolutely. I don't know how long it'll take us to get there. Um, we, we, with the way we did it with Peter, we did uh, three songs. We'll probably do another three songs. Um, we've got them in 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 the lineup, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's probably what we'll end up doing is is putting them together that way, and then and then putting it all together. Of the four that are on the Goddamn Wolves uh, self-titled EP, are any of those going to be rehashed for the full album, or is it going to be like separate completely? Oh, uh, I, I imagine we'll just put it together. What do you think? Don't know. To well, be we determined. did record. Okay. We recorded at two <laughs> different studios, so I yeah. guess it's possible the one that was the odd man out on that. Maybe we would redo that yeah. just to match the same quality. Yeah, of yeah. course. Although that fourth song has a neat history to it too. Um, maybe save that when we get to it. And oh talk yeah, about we're gonna that. be playing through all yeah. four of them, all right, so we'll, they'll we'll definitely talk, get lots of teasers. We'll talk about that one because there's, there's some neat, very local history, like across the street local history. Well, as far yeah. as local history goes, I'd love to learn a little bit more about your local history because I know you're um, not native to North Carolina but reside here now. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you guys from, and what brought you here? I'm from Los Angeles, and um, I was. Living out there, all was well. Then uh, all was well except for the well water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the real estate prices <laughs> and the traffic. Yeah, and- you know it just got too expensive. Mm-hmm. So um, we started looking around for progressive places that were cheaper to live, and this one just seems so perfect. And we've been 
so happy with that choice. I mean, the music scene here is incredible, and I love the seasons, and the people are great, and How's the great radio. music scene in North Carolina slash Raleigh and the Triangle compare to what's happening in L.A.? Because I imagine they would feel like worlds apart. Yeah, I mean, I think the type of music and the sounds are not so different, but everything's so intense in L.A. I mean, as we were just talking mm-hmm. on the way over here that, like, to get on a show like this, forget it. You know, I mean, basically, mm-hmm. there's just a million bands trying to do every single thing and play every single club. And it's just so saturated that it just becomes very difficult to do anything. So there's like a little more room to breathe here, although still tons of great bands, tons Absolutely. of live music. Yeah. North Carolina is definitely popping at the moment for definitely. live music. That's how shows like this are able to thrive. Yeah. 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 And what about yourself? Uh, I was born in New York, moved down here when I was really young, mm-hmm. um, went to Jeffrey's Grove Elementary School, went oh, to West Melbourne Junior High, Sanderson High School, graduated from NC State. I was just about to yeah. say, are you a Wolfpack Absolutely. alumni? Hell yeah, go yeah, Pack, go these pack. goddamn wolves. Absolutely, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yep. so and now I live like a couple blocks over. Really, really? Yeah, like on yeah, the yeah. Hillsborough side? On the hill, between Hillsborough and Wade, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so you're right there. Right there, Yeah, yep. I'm over on uh, Western Boulevard at the moment. Oh, oh nice. nice. But the location I will not disclose. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. secret. That's right, right. <laughs> um, so how long was this EP in the works, and when did it come out? Uh, I'd say interestingly, right, I guess the way we've been to, we've been a band for just about a little over a year mm-hmm. um, and immediately started going through the, you know, Chris is fairly prolific. Uh, he's got a lot, a lot of songs, and uh, we basically went through a good number of them, right? I guess like twelve or so, ten, twelve, fourteen, and got to the point of going, okay, we need to, we need to lay some of this down and and you know record it, get out, play live, and so forth. Is he the so, uh, the sole songwriter? Yes. Currently, yes. Yeah, I, I say currently though, because it's not, it's not. I wouldn't. That's not like his personality, right? I oh, mean, no, I, yeah, you know, no. We definitely, we definitely can um, all uh, contribute. It's just, you know, he's, he, he's like I said, so prolific. Yeah, he has you know, a he lot just, of songs, and they're all really good. Yeah, right, that's <laughs> right. So there's no really no reason for us to, but I, you know, I know Laura's come to the table with some some rhythms and things, and I've got some ideas. Yeah, um, you build off one another. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Organic yeah, yeah. production, that's yeah. your there will. It is. There it is. Um, yeah, how so. did you guys meet and start for, uh, and start making music together? So there's a studio. Actually, go ahead. You guys were together yeah, first. Yeah, so Chris and I there. were in another band for a couple of years together called Rapture Claws. Mm-hmm. And uh, we played out a little bit and did some stuff. And then um, we eventually splintered off into this. So that was how I knew him. So uh, there's a studio space across the street. Um, it used to be above Curious Goods. Mm-hmm. That whole, that's that's going to be part of the story I tell later. Uh where the person that owned that studio, good friends of ours um, in the neighborhood, he's also a musician and he also records. And we would go and about once a month he would have jams and just nice. get a lot of the local musicians in the area. And we would go up to the studio space. And years ago, five, six, seven years ago, um, Chris happened to come up one of those nights. And that's how I first met him was up at the studio um, just in a jam couple of years goes by and he reaches out to me to do this benefit show for Girls Rock NC right. um, at Cirque du Vol. This was a few years ago. So you're going to see how all this comes together mm-hmm. in just a minute. Um, and so we did, we got together with a couple other friends, um, put together an impromptu little show, six, seven cover songs yeah. that we played out at Cirque du Vol. One of the other bands playing there was Cosmic Punk. 
And that was how that connection was Very made. Very cool. Um, and they're going to be in our show February 19th. Let me get that first plug yeah, in. Yeah, I was just about to say, we have to plug that. There we go. February 19th at the Poor House. Uh, come on out. It's going to be Indio Bravo, Goddamn Wolves, and Cosmic Punk. Those are, uh, I definitely have seen Cosmic Punk several times. Yeah. They played with a couple of my friends over at School Kids Records once yes. or twice. Yes, yes. Um, so I've seen them and they're fantastic. I've never yeah. seen Indio Bravo, yep. but... This is definitely going to be a stacked lineup. Yep. Uh, do you know what time the show is? Yes. The doors open at 8, and then the bands will be at 9, 10, and 11. Fantastic. And it'll start with Indio Bravo, then Goddamn Wolves, and then Cosmic and Punk will it, be headlining. And is it 18 plus, I'm assuming? It is. They listed as 21 plus, I 21 think. 21 plus. Yeah, yeah it's the right. poorhouse. I'm not yep. surprised. The poorhouse. That's house, where yeah. um, local band, local beers are usually held, right? Yes. Yes. That's correct. Yeah, yes. yeah. I, a non-21-year-old person... <sighs> have yet to experience uh, one of these uh, i know i, gotta fix I promote that, them all the time yeah that's no, not right. fair yeah we should fix that guy fix that then yeah i've uh i've gotten into a couple like uh slims also does 21 plus and i've yes. been guest listed in the past but okay by very slim margins and they mark the living hell out of yeah. my hands <laughs> yes this person cannot drink yeah. yes oh wow which yeah. is always ironic to me because i don't drink anyways yeah, right. <laughs> Just yeah. not my thing. No beef yeah. with it. Just not mine. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, and so, yeah, and that's that's unfortunate because it's limiting. Yeah. And it's limiting the music scene and the audience. And Absolutely. Yeah, that, and um, Raleigh is growing so rapidly that I find that um, a lot of the newer bands that I've been checking out and the newer audience members are starting to get younger and younger just because it's becoming larger and more accessible. Absolutely. Um, and there's pros and cons to that, yeah. of course, which leads me into my next question. Both of you have been here for quite some time, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, how has the music scene in Raleigh changed over time, in your opinion? I would say it, it's just been improving. Um, and by improving, I don't even mean that, like, the, I think the quality has always been there. I think we're getting um, more diverse, more diverse styles of music. Uh, we're getting more bands in, in the more diverse styles of music. I, I think it's all been super positive. Not to say that I'm sure there can't be lots of improvements. Oh, of course. But, but yeah. And I think one of the reasons for that, I, I talk to people quite a bit about this, is I think it's the venues we have here. I think we have a, a, a lot of great 20-person venues, like Slims, you know, mm -hmm. like Slim, you know, 20, 30 people can, can, you know, kind of fill that club out pretty nicely. Um and that's important to have. It's not, you know, you can't the have... The intimacy of it is what's such a great drawing factor of local music. Absolutely. And you're not going to get, you know, early first, like bands like us that nobody knows, right? You know, you, we're not going to be able to book 300, 400, 500 person venue. Right, a, the, right. The, the venue's not going to want to do that because we're not going to get to fill the venue like that. No mm -hmm. one knows us yet. But so would you, you say with Raleigh blowing up that maybe we're losing some of that, like with Deep South closing? And do you think we're going to see right. some of those small venues go? Absolutely. That is, yeah. the, I would say that is the, the negative of what I'm seeing right now. Is there's a bit of a trade-off, though, is because we're also, there's a, there's a strong like house venue scene. Yeah, that's which, true. Which uh, doesn't offer yeah. a lot of legitimacy to local bands just because there's no like institutional foundation there. Right. Um, attaching yourself to like a name brand like Deep South, rest in peace. Right. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it just kind of gave a band a more official feel. Yeah. Um, but, you know, house shows are kind of part of the culture, you know, experiencing that intimate setting. Right. That's mm -hmm. true. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I do think uh, the I do worry about venues being lost. Um, I And I know uh, it, it's uh, I'm not sure what her last name is. Chidi. She's Avalon, Birds of Avalon. Oh, yeah. yeah she yeah. owns Garland mm -hmm. and they own Kings and Neptunes. 
I want to say that I've heard that like Kings is like breaks even or loses money. Um, that that breaks my heart because Kings is our home for Double and, Barrel. Yeah, yeah, and and I like don't 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 quote me on that. Like they may say you know <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. Right? Yeah, speculation. Take right? it with That's a grain hearsay, of salt. Hearsay, hearsay, but I can see it right because it's a tough. There's a lot like you know the equipment, the venue, like doing all that, the real estate. You know, also is places not like the trivial. Ritz are consistently booking like corporate musician mm. uh, musicians, which is fine. In yeah. fact, um, yep. I saw Paramore play there over the summer and. Yep. No digs towards Paramore or the Ritz. The Ritz uh, was a great venue for Hopscotch, and Paramore's a great band whom I love dearly. Right. Um, but I, I do see the um, dichotomy between corporate music and local. Uh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's funny you say that. I, I remember going to Ritz shows before, because are they owned by like Clear Channel or somebody now? Something What's, like that. I think right? so. Whoever, it was like a recent transition, it right? It was a recent, a past few years, three years maybe. Um, and I know going to shows before then, it's a very different feel now mm -hmm. than what it is now it's clearly i even feel like the bands it's a different feel coming from the bands as they're playing yeah. right i think i think that there's there's something going on there there's yeah. a i guess the the largest downside in my mind to local music is that a lot of people make it not as a career but for a form of catharsis right. but that's not a lucrative thing so it's hard to get um a solidified and long-lasting scene um, because people are doing this and then they grow up and move on oh, sure. or yeah. venues are just like, we're not yeah. making money from this. Right. It, that's, and that's the, that's the conundrum. Right. And it's an unfortunate mm -hmm. state of, of affairs is I, that's the thing I think that drives me the nuttiest, um, of the whole situation is it, it is that there's, there's so many great bands that I see that are, that should be able to make a very decent living doing what they are doing. And it drives me crazy to, to not to not have them be able to do that. Right. You know, all of these yeah. great, you know, Hammer No More the Fingers and um, uh, Beauty World. Um, these are bands that they have other jobs as well. And, you know, and, and they shouldn't have to have that. <laughs> these. <laughs> well, that was a, yeah. a great tangent that you went on, and I <laughs> no, 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 I agree completely yeah. with your point, but we have yes. not so much of a special guest, but the final guest on the show today has just arrived um, pretty much exactly when we expected you. Hello. <laughs> Time perfectly great. Yes. Hello. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself on the air? Uh, sure. My name is Chris Wielding. I'm in the band called Goddamn Wolves. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm going to let Chris get situated for a second and we will go over some things behind the scenes. And at this point, I'm going to play another Goddamn Wolves song. It's the second on their self-titled EP. This is this one is called Try Me and the one that you heard earlier was Two Boots. Keep it locked. This is WKNC 88.1, the local beat.
And we're back. The local beat is back in session with Goddamn Wolves hanging out in the studio. The song you just heard was Try Me off of their self-titled EP. And for those who have not perused their Bandcamp page, which is goddamnwolves.bandcamp.com, the album cover is um, the $1 bill George Washington logo, but at the bottom where it would say, In God We Trust, it's Goddamn Wolves with like a wolf slash across George Washington's face. How did such imagery come about? Chris, I did. Yeah, you I, did that. I, I didn't do it, but I came <laughs> up with the uh, GW I had in my head, and I thought of George Washington, and then oh. I thought, and um, and I was thinking, you know, the Ramones logo with, you know, I was thinking, oh, like government stuff, you know, mm-hmm. bill. So, but um, yeah, that's where that came from. <laughs> and uh, before you were here, we discussed that um, you are their primary singer songwriter. Yes. Um. You mentioned the Ramones. Want to name drop any other artists who have inspired your songwriting? Uh, sure. Um, the Replacements, Guided by Voices, uh, big Beatles fan. Me too. Um, Me too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they put uh, Across the Universe back on Netflix, which is my favorite movie of all time. And I like had to immediately watch it again. Have you seen, I just saw today this trailer, this trailer for um, this new movie coming out, like where there's a world where only one guy... Nobody remembers the Beatles. I have not. <laughs> yeah, what? It looks, that is, it, it looks We're great. kind of already guy. in that world, though, right. aren't we? Remember when uh, <laughs> Paul McCartney was on that song with Kanye West, and they had all these tweets and things of kids like, I kind of like this Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who is oh, this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just saw it. It looks, it looks great. It's called Yesterday. So, I mean, I'm, I don't know why I'm shilling for it. I just, <laughs> I just thought it was a great idea. I'll definitely have to so look into that. So there's one guy like knows all the Beatles songs, but nobody else does. So he presents them, and they're like, "Oh, that's a great song." And he's like, yeah. "Like they're his own, or he's just eventually he uh, yeah. he, he says." Chris, that are you are you in this movie? Because I'm. <laughs> is, this is this I, feels like I this is a movie about you. I have a supporting role. Okay, in it. There a you supporting are. role. Yeah, are you trying yeah. to rip the Beatles? Then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I could talk about them forever, but we are I here can, to talk about Goddamn yeah, Wolves okay. instead. I, I can, anytime, I'm up for a, an hour-long discussion about the Beatles. I'm going to get back to you on okay. that. That would definitely be fun. Yeah. We could do local Beatles. Ooh, do we have another guest? Another guest. Hello, hello, other guest. Hello, how are you doing? Hi. <laughs> this is Roberto. It's nice to meet you guys. Hi. Are you also in Goddamn Wolves? I am in the Blessed Little Puppies. No, I don't know. I'm in um, Indio Bravo. <laughs> Very cool. Thank you for being here. Um, you're welcome to pull up a chair and hang out. There should be one floating around. While you're doing that, we're going to continue making oh. small talk and discussion. So, Chris, yes. how does your songwriting process work? Uh, I um, I just sit around yeah, come for... Come up good. Okay, yeah, I'll work on it. <laughs> Um, I sit around um, with the guitar and just, you know, work until something comes out that I I can hold on to. You know, it's, have uh, you been writing music for a while now? Yeah, yeah, for decades now. Decades. <laughs> so. And how do you feel that your songwriting process or interest has changed over time? Um, well, a lot of times it's really based on what I'm listening to. Um, so. Yeah, so right now I'm listening to a lot of Guided by Voices, so a lot of the songs mm-hmm. to me have a Guided by Voices feel. They used to have a heavy replacements feel. Um, there's always some Beatles stuff floating around in the background. I mentioned like the to um, 
Laura and Drew before uh, you arrived. Have you ever heard of a band called Together Pangea? No. Um, I definitely named her after that earlier because you sound a lot like them and they are one of my favorites. I will check them out for you sure. You most definitely yeah. should. Uh, on an air break, I'll write down some song titles for you, but they are rockers for real. And oh, cool. behind the scenes, Drew and I had been discussing our love for KEXP, and they did a mm-hmm. great KEXP session. Yeah. Oh, awesome. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is, um, for me, one of my uh, resources for determining a band's like validity, because you can sound good in the recording studio, but what do you sound like live? I True. watch a lot of like Audio Tree KEXP sessions and things like that just oh, to like yeah. check it out. Yeah, like yeah. it's tough are though. The, the, aren't they? They've all got like headphones on and stuff too. So it's right, really, it's like right. this combination of being in a recording studio and playing live. You yeah, got, so, yeah. Which I imagine is pretty tough to pull off. It probably is pretty tough, but I know that they uh, do all of the um, mixing beforehand and they do a little bit of practice off air. Oh, okay. Um, oh. So it is like live streamed, but they uh, they try to make it as authentic sounding as yeah, possible. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah. They I watch. Great. I watch that bully session probably like every yeah. week. Yeah, jeez, I, lo- I love them. Well, it is a great yeah. way to check out new bands because, like, whenever Chris will recommend a band to me, he'll be like, "Don't watch the music video," you know, because a lot of times, you know, music video yeah. there's a lot of imagery in there that can interfere with yeah. you getting your own take on the song. But if you watch a KXEP session you just get the band live basically mm-hmm. and you get a sense of what they look like who they and there's are there's a couple but... questions about like uh their music making yeah. process and things yeah. uh they're um a big inspiration for running these local beat sessions i try to make them as interesting especially when we do live sessions you are succeeding why thank you very <laughs> much uh, uh yes this local beat it's all about flattering me um <laughs> sure i'm gonna swing the mic over to our lovely guest from indio bravo real quick hello Oh, that okay. mic. My mic. Yes. <laughs> That's our mic. What did you say your together. name was again, sir? Uh, my name is Roberto. Roberto, Roberto what's up? What do you do in Indio Bravo? I play guitar and um, try to get people to practice. Try to get them to practice? <laughs> what's that like? How do you all make hard. music? It's really hard. Um, we just get in my basement and make some noise. And um, I'm not a, uh, like a singer-songwriter type person. Not a singer-songwriter type person where I come up with the whole song and bring it to the whole band so more of a all of us kind of get together and, uh, <laughs> <swipe> <laughs> all right this is enough indio bravo talking <laughs> be gone sorry 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 that was his bandmates going are we practicing tonight are we practicing actually, in your you, basement you freaked me out because you're talking about the radio station today yeah and i thought oh my god we're doing that right before the show and I thought yep. that was next week, yes. and I just about had a heart attack yes. uh, this afternoon. For those who are <laughs> listening to The Local Beat, we will not be airing next week as there will be a baseball game taking over WKNC's airwaves. However, if you're looking for local music... Baseball game. Goddamn Wolves and in- Indio Bravo are going to be uh, suiting up for that game. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Don't listen to that tomfoolery. If you're not listening to the local beat, though, you can definitely check out the Poor House, where Indio Bravo, Goddamn Wolves, and Cosmic Punk will be playing a local band, Local Beer Night. Yeah. Come so, on out. Although you won't be tuning in and hearing DJ Beowulf on air, which Aww. I will Sadness. sorely miss. We'll be channeling you. Yes. There you go. Absolutely. I may I may have to swing through the Poor House, or at least try to. We'll put you on we'll the make, list yeah, of that's this it. We'll make special wristband. Yeah, it. please do. And they can do big old happen. black X's on my fists. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so we were going to talk a little bit about cool band stories. I believe mm. that each of you probably have a very interesting musical history. What was one thing in your lifetime of playing music that's just stuck out and been something to remember 
You can go down the line. Okay, <laughs> I'll start. Um, not to be like, you know, the name dropper, but the probably funniest thing that's happened to me while playing was when I was much younger, I was uh, really young, still living at home. I tried out for Hole, and um, I went and auditioned, you know, Courtney Love and everything. And um, the whole thing was was crazy. Like, it was exactly what you'd expect if you were having interactions with Courtney. But after the initial audition, which she had to leave, she had to rush home because they received a phone call from Kurt, and he was in tears. So she had to rush out, and the audition was cut short. So then uh, I was just kind of on the hook for the next audition. And um, at that time, I was working at Crown Books, this bookstore. And this one night, I'm there, you know, on the cash register, and I get this phone call, and she's like, yeah, Courtney. It's Courtney here, Laura. Uh, your dad gave me this number. <laughs> and I'm just oh my like, God. okay, cool, you know. So he just starts chatting to me about stuff. And then from then on, like, yeah, occasionally I'd get this call there at the bookstore and, you know, just have a little monologue in one ear and ring up customers in the other ear, you know. This is crazy. I didn't end up getting it. Somebody else got it. But um, it was definitely fun and <laughs> worth doing. Were you uh, in contact with Courtney Love for a while? Yeah, I mean, this went on for like a year and a half. Jeez. <laughs> they, during that time, they fired their drummer and found Patty Schemmel. Um, they got married. She got pregnant. And, it, you know, so all this stuff was kind of on hold. But, um, of course, at the time, like I said, I was really young. So I and I've never been a drug user. So I, I didn't I didn't catch on to what That's was going on here. Wrong. Like I'd call her right, at 3 p.m. Right. or something to check on something and be like, hello. You know, yeah. and I, I just kind of didn't. I don't know. It all seemed kind of weird, but like I had no idea. And then that Vanity Fair, that infamous Vanity Fair article right. comes out and it's like, oh, that was that's what was going on, you know, so might be just as well. Didn't work out. But it's interesting because you would think that that story would be like a peek into Courtney Love's real life. No. You're yeah. Just, yeah. Just getting outside information. That's pretty cool. But, though. you know, I guess I hear a lot of stuff about how they turn her guitar all the way down now because she's, she's not good on guitar anymore. But she was great at that audition. She was amazing on guitar and great singer i mean i still think she's like one of the best rock voices i've ever heard so um what was i gonna say about that how did you get like invited to this audition oh well you know at that time i had been playing around la and i you know being like you know a teenager i started thinking hey you know uh, i'm just as good as any bass player here in la why do i have to spend all this time trying to get a band together i'm just gonna hop into a band that's already signed so um, I was I knew that Hole was looking for somebody. So I had mentioned to my friend, I'm going to find their manager's number and I'm going to call them. And then she's like, Laura, there's an ad in the recycler. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so like that was our local paper, like yeah. a Craigslist. But before we had Craigslist and I'm like, oh, well, that simplifies well, that's simplifies things. Convenient. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I just called the ad. And, and it was funny back then, stuff like that would happen. Like I remember uh, Mazzy Star, you know, they had an, I'm totally dating myself, but you know, they had an ad in the recycler, you know, like you'd just call and then you'd at that, I, you might've heard of that legendary LA club Jabberjaw. Yeah. That was where I had the audition. <clears throat> it had been so closed sick. by the fire marshal at that time. So Hole was practicing in there. And yeah, the whole thing was just, I mean, in retrospect, really just cool and kind of funny experience. Um, were you heavily invested in grunge at that point like no. did uh Kurt Cobain's death like torment you no or anything? no not at all uh, um I guess I'd I'd go more Heartless. yeah, yeah. Eh, no, no big loss Elliot Smith was better <laughs> no I mean just another dude no I really liked a lot of female fronted bands like PJ Harvey mm -hmm. the Breeders oh, yeah. all the Riot Girl stuff Slater Kinney Bikini Kill um not 
I mean, of course, I like Nirvana. Everybody right, did. I right, mean, you right, know, right. but no, yeah, it smells like Teen Spirit. <laughs> but another kind of funny part of that story was the second audition. I got this phone call, and she was like, "Okay, we accidentally fired our drummer, so for your next audition, Kurt will play drums." And I was kind of like, "You know, holy, you know, like." But uh, then when I went to the second audition, Kurt and Courtney never showed up. <laughs> so nice. it was just me and Eric, and we just sat in his um, room and kind of did the audition sort of so just kind of jammed out yeah we just kind of jammed out and um he's a very awkward dude so it was it was kind of weird but anyway that is pretty cool though that's yeah. a i don't think i've ever heard something as comparably cool yeah. in my my <laughs> years of interviewing <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get a the whole ton of years like me right then you'll <laughs> then you'll hear something you, like uh, this you should have gone last because now i don't think any of the guys I got nothing. Actually, uh, I auditioned after and I got the gig. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. They did a lot with makeup and wigs. <laughs> they kicked me a out lot. for other reasons. I can't imagine we have an ex-member of Hole in the wow. studio right now. Wow. I was the drummer that was accidentally not hired. Mm -hmm. said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I thought so. You guys are also involved no. with L.A. Grunge. <laughs> <laughs> like 90s L.A. Grunge. Yep. Taking yeah. me back to before I was born. Oh, yeah. Sure. Way oh. back when. Ouch. Now I'm dating <laughs> myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go transition over and play one more goddamn wolf song. We're going to finish uh -huh. through this EP and then play a little bit of uh, Indio Bravo and Cosmic Punk. So Excellent. if you're tuned in, stay tuned in. And if you know people who aren't, get them to tune in. Keep it locked. WKNC 88.1. This is the local beat, and you are listening to Goddamn Wolves.
those goddamn wolves on the local beat with myself, DJ Beowulf. It is a wolf themed night, except for <laughs> Indio Bravo, who's just hanging out, I guess. Oh! <laughs> there you go. So, Drew, behind the scenes, you mentioned that this um, this song has a little bit of a story attached to it. Yes. Uh, so that fourth song on the EP uh, was at, not recorded at Deep Sound in Durham. It, it was recorded in a studio space um, by Sven Johnson, which is a space that we had right here um, across the street, across Hillsborough Street. And uh, it's a place where that's where we, uh, Chris and I first met, got together, lots of bands, local bands, had other bands practice there quite a bit. Um, and Sven uh, has been into recording for a while. He's also a visual artist. That's how he makes a living. Um, but he has been into recording for a long time and he recorded that track and mixed it for us. And, uh, it's, uh, it's, I'm so glad we have that because that whole block is going to be torn down and made into housing or something. So you guys can't use that as a a practice studio anymore. No, and that's, it's been killing us. So we lost it. In fact, we had to move out beginning of February. So we just leaving all of your stuff there. Yeah, it was so awesome. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. so cool of him yeah. to let bands play yeah. there, and just yeah. it was a, it was a really cool part of local music scene. The it jams really that he would put on, and he's a very cool guy. Yep, yep. So shout out to Sven, and we really appreciated. You know, obviously love the recording too. So really love having that mix and that recording. And well, and of the um, the DIY establishments that are still standing, do you guys have any personal favorites or uh, ones that you've worked with in the past that you just really enjoyed? Like venues or venues, producers, or, um, anyone who contributes to the music scene, I would guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, as we mentioned, um, Deep Sound in Durham, uh, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely love them. Uh, I love with Berkeley, we played there. Um, that was probably our first show, is that right? No, no that, that was our second show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When was um, your first show? Boy, that was April. Was it, was it April? April? I think it was eight, March or April of yeah. this year, last, last, uh, last yeah. Last year. A year yeah, ago. Yeah, Last yeah, year. Okay. 18. Yeah. Oh, I'm still... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that it's not 2019 yet. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yes. And that was like, we had not been a band for long. We had just joined... We had just hooked up like that January, so we... Yeah, so a three-month turnaround time is pretty fast. It was yeah. exciting, yeah. It was yeah, cool. it was, yeah, it was. It was quick. It was well, the really cool quick. thing about Drew being in Love Utter is that was how we got the show. We got invited to open, so he had to do double drum duty that night we must have been exhausted it is a little tiring yes i went to uh i went (laughs) to a show at local 506 the other day i say the other day as if it was more than like two weeks ago um and this uh this drummer was like uh backlining the kit off of some other band and in sound check kicked too hard and broke the drum like the kick drum like straight through yeah Yeah, and it wasn't even his drum and i was like oh no (laughs) But you guys yes. go hard. Drummers are otherworldly. Yeah. Well, some of them. I'm uh, I'm too clumsy to even imagine doing any sort of polyrhythm with my hands and or feet. Same. Same here. Couldn't be me. Yeah, you me guys too. ever see those shows where Slater Kinney would tour with Quasi, Janet Weiss, played drums for both bands, mm-hmm. and then come out oh. and man the merch table. Oh, you know, yeah, like, jeez. Yeah. You know, like, ugh. Oh, really superhuman. I saw Slater Kinney at the Ritz. Like, yeah, uh, so did last I. Year. So oh, did yeah, I, yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw them. I did, she didn't do it there, though. No, Quasi wasn't opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah um, that was a great show. I remember seeing like a video on Twitter or something of that band that's kind of become like an internet joke at this point, like um, Smash Mouth. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. and they had like a dueling drum kit thing going on. They had two drummers playing, and on the bass head it said "Smash" and "Mouth." Oh, yeah, oh. nice. And that clever, <laughs> clever, right? You know, <laughs> kind of low hanging fruit. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Why yeah. did we think of that? You could do like "Goddamn" or like Wolves. "Goddamn Wolves." Yeah. There you go. yeah. Mm-hmm. Indio, Bravo, oh. Cosmic, Punk. So many it's possibilities. Yeah. There yeah. you go. That's it. That's um, it. How did you guys organize the show playing? Uh, that's coming up on the nineteenth at the poor house thank you that's right the 19th tuesday be there next week uh you uh, better be there so Bert. that show came about. i'm gonna be there yeah 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 you have yeah, to be I'm there, be there. <laughs> <laughs> uh that show came about um we uh let's see uh groove in the garden bert introduced me to adam who does the booking at poor house we like adam very much so, and uh, have been wanting to play the Poor House for forever in either band. I've not gotten to play there yet and wanted to do that. And knowing, you know, during Groove in the Garden, obviously super busy, he was obviously manning that whole show, um, which is a great event. Would love to play that event sometime as well. Uh, but uh, not long after that event, uh, sent him an email um, saying, hey, we're, we'd be interested. Um, he got back to us, and after that, I started putting the show together and so i immediately contact berto because been wanting to do a show with indio bravo for a long time as well and then we realized we wanted to get somebody um we thought we'd fit well together for the same kind of sound and go like a little bit i guess uh outside of you know somebody from carborough chapel hill right, and right. Cos- cosmic punk came to mind when we as I said, that was the that band we played with way back when at Cirque du Vol for the um, Girls Rock NC benefit, and it kind of just made sense. And so Chris reached out to Elena, and it all came together. So yeah. on the uh, on the subject of booking bands and booking shows, this is kind of um, a grab bag question that I tend to ask artists: If your band was to open like a three bands bill, who would the other two be, past or present? You can choose anyone. Oh. oh, wow. Yeah, like that's that's something to think about. You don't even have to go local for these. Maroon 5. For real, for real? <laughs> like the Super Bowl? Yeah, like yeah. the Super Bowl. And Big Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Unpopular opinion? You know, there's probably yeah. an open slot there that didn't get oh filled. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know this local band called Doll Hands, and they opened for, um, uh, if you remember that actor from uh, Drake and Josh, Drake Bell. Uh, I am ashamed to say, well, no, I have daughters, so exactly. I, I was gonna know say, you guys have kids, who you're so you may know. About. Yeah, he's um not the greatest person, but mm. it was just that was a weird crossover to see wow. a local band open for Drake yeah. Bell. Whoa! Apparently, if you guys, um, this may be too modern pop culture, us millennials, you know, um, there was that really annoying song that was on the radio for a while, Gucci Gang or something. He did an acoustic cover of it. Mm. Yeah. Bizarre. So that. <laughs> whole set wow. was yeah. a fever dream yeah, yeah. and not real yeah. but goddamn wolves at indio bravo who would you guys play with oh that's oh. a hard one uh, it's too hard mm-hmm. if you do like all time so i'll just do it with like more current bands that i'm okay. really into um i love the band a giant dog on merge records and i haven't seen them live Shout yet merge yeah so that would be amazing and, and super chunk yeah so oh yeah super chunk I, that's one of the things i love about living in raleigh i get this like thrill every time i'm in a club and i see a member of super chunk walk in you know yes. like, yeah yes. there's worcester you know like, it's just awesome uh, so many of my wknc coworkers have interned at merge and just like interact with like super chunk members and i'm wow. like oh my god yeah you guys like hang out <laughs> it's so cool 
And then for the other band, I just started getting in, even though I know they're not new, but I just got into Cherry Glazer. So oh. I'll, yeah. I'll go oh, with those two. Oh, I love Cherry Glazer. Did you hear their new album? I just got it. It's Stuffed and Ready. Awesome. Yeah, it oh is my great. God. I've been, uh, not friends with, I've been fans of Cherry Glazer since their 2014 album, Haxel Princess. That has my favorite song on it. White's not my color this evening. Really? <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I definitely think that Stuffed and Ready took the cake for me in terms of like all three of their albums, which one I liked the most. But Apocalyptic was the one that like got me into Cherry Glazer. I have a big old fat crush on Clementine Creevy. So I love yeah. that band. Yeah so much you play them a lot i on um, oh. maybe not you oh, yes. specifically no, no, no. the it, station it's, it's my Probably fault you as well. yeah there you go <laughs> it i was gonna me. say it, no it like it quite literally is me our daytime music director texted me and he's like we just got the cherry glazer album would you like the uh the honor of oh, putting nice. it into audio vault which is the uh program that we use to play music when we don't have a dj in session right. and so we have this function called must plays like when an album is really stellar we play their album like more than the rest. That's the payola one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the, <laughs> yeah the, the, the big uh, money. A higher weighted uh, mm -hmm. percentage. Yeah, I got it. I don't think we <laughs> actually make more money off of that. I think it's just if we really like it. Yeah. Um, but we're capped at like usually you're supposed to put like four maximum five songs on there, and I was like, uh, six? Is that <laughs> what I heard? Nice. <laughs> so I was like tip tap on my computer putting them all in there i was like this band rocks yeah <laughs> when laura had sent out she's like do you know this band cherry glazer i was like i know i've heard them because i've heard them on knc and so i go and search a playlist and i was like oh yeah i've, I've heard this a bunch and it lists like you know mm -hmm. played them played them at 1207 mm -hmm. played them at 1252 played them at <laughs> 109 I'm like i'm yeah, really, yeah, I know I'm this really band. out here doing the lord's work putting <laughs> cherry oh, glazer yeah. that's it that's but it. i see they're not coming on the tour they're not they're coming not. here i was so mad about that they're like they're playing washington dc tonight with another band that has um that wknc is big uh supporters of um I can't say the band's full name on air because it has an <laughs> expletive. So it's um, mannequin vagina, but the uh, but the 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 kitty cat word for it. Oh, okay. Oh, um, which I'm not allowed to say. But they are a great punk band from oh, cool. Philadelphia, and oh, Cherry nice. Glazer is opening oh. for them tonight. Wow. Well, and I know what that word is. Yeah. <laughs> I just checked oh, the list. Can you guess it? Oh, don't say it. I'll I'll mute you. Don't try me. <laughs> <laughs> there's not enough finger guns in this no, world to get no. my way out of this situation uh -uh. um no but i love that band yeah. so much oh, um yeah. so you put down cherry glazer and uh what was a giant name? dog a giant dog anybody else want to talk about bands they like uh i would say goddamn wolves <laughs> wow and cosmic nice. punk oh it's so. happening a dream no. come true yeah. <laughs> the other band i thought when you said expletive deleted the one that i like is oh. is is I know F asterisk CK UP. So that's one that yeah. I like. Uh, Isn't it E-D-U-P? Uh, yes. Uh, Thank you for correcting my spelling. Yeah, You're uh, absolutely I have, right. I have one of uh, their posters uh, hanging up in my <laughs> room. Mm -hmm. yes. uh, they sent us their album, Dose Your Dreams, and okay. um, it oh, has yeah. this huge paper fold-out where on one side it has the band's name, a big old like melted acid wash, like uh -huh. uh, smiley face. That's his sweat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They really put their blood, sweat, and tears. Yes. Um, into this album but on the other side it has like a bunch of quotes from the communist manifesto and just some like anti-capitalist <laughs> things nice. and it's hanging in my room just nice. to, there you go yeah, yeah. Just to promote that kind of stuff and i love it i love them too so i got to see them at king's and it was uh, quite a show <laughs> yeah. yeah that's somebody yeah. you don't want to you know pass along body surfing either <laughs> oh my god but it was a great show so um so even though they will not be playing on the bill 
Goddamn Wolves, Cosmic Punk, and Indio Bravo is definitely going to be a show for the ages, if I do say so myself. Um, Couldn't agree more. <laughs> a show for a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, so for, for a Tuesday in February. in February. Late February, sure. <laughs> um, have you guys had any shows in the past where you were just like, this is killer, or one that left an impression on you? Well, I love Slims. I would love to go back yeah. there anytime. I think that's just such a great bar. Agreed. Yeah, and that we actually that we had, that was a really fairly crowded night. We had that place, you know, not that it, you know, not a big place, but it was still uh, we had a good crowd there, and it was a you good energy. You guys played the, uh, the pinhook. No, no I've not played the pinhook. Where does? Have you been there? Yeah, many times. I played with an old band called the Mercators out of Durham, mm. so I used to play guitar there, and um, and it was great. It's mm. a fabulous place. It's in Durham, so it's kind of a. <sighs> There's some shows that I don't particularly like to um, play at because I like to do certain things when I go to the show. Right, right. And it makes it hard to come back from the show <laughs> in one piece. Interesting. But, um, <laughs> I think you can say those words, but all right, go ahead. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's not. refrain Have from that. Have a couple that. beers. Oh, okay. That's what I'm talking about. Enjoy those adult beverages. Yes, yes, yes. Daddy's going to have himself a drink. But it's, uh, it's, a ni- it's really nice, <laughs> and it's great. And Durham's got some great places, some Motorco and Pinhook and... Um, that's, those are the ones that come top of my head for right now. Are, There's have a couple you guys uh, played exclusively in Raleigh? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so yeah. far. So far, yeah. Are you looking in the future to play anywhere else? In yeah, the state I really or in like the, the cave. Yeah, I'd like to. Well, I, that, yep. We played there with Love our Utter. old band. That was Yeah, Love, Love Utter's Utter played, played there. The That's a yeah. great venue. The cave's not too far away, though. No, no not far. Chapel Hill. Chapel Barbara. Hill. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was the old band, Laura? Rapture Claws. Rapture Claws. <clears throat> yeah, so the cave. So we should go do the cave. All right. Totally. Make it happen. You make, can, that, make that happen. You heard you it. Can come back did. on and uh, promote that show. Playing Cosmic Funk next time. That's it. Speaking of, I believe it's roughly about time to play some Indio Bravo. Well, that's that's your decision. Uh, it's uh, we're definitely going to play some of your music. It was more so. Let's name drop a song. You want to introduce? Oh, one? Uh, what, what are we doing? Uh, I think you should. Pl- I think you should play. Um, Oh, yeah, I can't. Play Two Rain. All right, WKNC 88.1. This is the local beat with Cosmic Punk, Goddamn Wolves, and Indio Bravo. Cosmic Punk not represented, but, but we are going to shout them out quite a bit. This next song is uh, Two Rain by Indio Bravo. Keep it locked, WKNC 88.1. That song you just heard was Two Rain by Indio Bravo. We have a representative from Indio Bravo in studio, so I'm about to ask some questions about it. You ready? We're going to go rapid fire. Jeez, okay, go ahead. Shoot. When did this album come out? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Bandcamp up next to me. It looks like... I, uh, I'll tell you what. I'll take the question. April 28th, 2018. <laughs> I, I, I don't, uh, April 28th, 2018 I, is the answer. Yes, yes, yes. You did Good. not win the million dollars. No, you lost. are not smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> I, um, and it is no deal. But I know where it was recorded. Where? Tell me about that. It was recorded at Pershing Hill Sound, run by my main man, Greg Elkins, who I absolutely adore um, for recording. So, How did you get involved with uh, that studio, and why is it your favorite? Uh, well, because actually Greg um, played in a band called Vanilla Trainwreck back in the 80s uh, 
And so we did a lot of. Sh- I played. I played in a band called Insurgents back then too, and a bunch of punk stuff. And so we played at the brewery. We played all over the place, and we shared a lot of shows. And that's how I got to know him. Are you still involved with North Carolina punk? Yeah, I'm still involved in that band. <laughs> we have a full length <laughs> LP coming out in April. Wow. <laughs> All new materials, like the first time in about 20 years. Well, so. if you'd like to come on and promote it, I would definitely mm-hmm. uh, love to bring yeah. in some uh, some uh, old rockers. It's a little bit difficult now because, um, you know, two of us are here in North Carolina and the, and the bass player who used to own, who owns Crooked Beat Records, cool. who used to be down here, is, is up in D.C. I shouldn't say old re- rockers. I should say seasoned musicians. Oh, no, uh, it's accurate. Old is yeah. pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seasoned and old. Poor yeah. thing is we're still old. doing it. So. Like, yeah. a, it. like a good home skillet. you got to season go. it. Right. It gets there better go. with age. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. Anyway, so that's that's how I met Greg. Yeah. Um, what other bands other than Indio Bravo were you involved in? I, I'm in a band called Milagro Saints, and that's an Americana band that plays um, um, all over the place. We do have an Americana section uh, mm-hmm. at WKNC. Feel free to send us your stuff. We have some stuff in that bin. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, so last year we got to that band got to go to uh, Woody Guthrie Festival. So we tr- drive cool. out to Oklahoma and play uh, with a bunch of people that I should really be impressed with if I listen to uh, that whole genre, which I don't really know very well. Um, I kind of like the punk side of it, uh, but I get to play a little mandolin on that, and that's kind of fun. Very so cool. and then I um, played in a band called the uh, the Redstones that was precursor to this band uh, played around here and uh and the mercators out of, in durham so i just like to keep busy definitely and play music you can't mm-hmm. let your fingers get stale when you're no. uh, a musician mm-hmm. no i remember when i was back in high school i um i got acrylic nails for prom and i swear i took them off after like a month because i was trying to get my money's worth and i could no longer like play bar chords <laughs> i was like that's it i haven't practiced in like a month because yeah. i had nails it was horrible yeah. same here yeah. yeah. Oh my god, did you get the uh, the pointed tip, the coffin shape, or they gel or liquid or It was so long ago. It was so <laughs> long ago. Thank god there are no pictures. I, I, I don't remember, but I mean if only you were a classical guitarist, then you could just use that for picks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't uh, some classical guitarists like grow out their fingernails yeah, for that definitely. purpose? Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't know they play guitar, you probably think they're they're like right. Exactly, it's kind of gross. Okay, they say. Well, do no, you, I, I'm uh, a classical guitar player. Can you do classical course. guitar stuff, Chris? No, um, I actually should be a much better guitar player than I am. <laughs> Me considering too. Man. How long I've been uh, banging around on it, but um, I had a great classical guitar teacher in high school. Uh-huh. As did I. Very. I had it's one a, of those. It's incredible, like when people are good. Yeah. Not so incredible that I devoted time to practice, but <laughs> I uh, I share that same sentiment for uh, respect towards classical guitarists. I played in orchestral symphonies for like my wow. entire public school career, mm-hmm. and uh, then I got to college and I was like, "Yeet, not doing that anymore." Um, but I've seen some of the most insanely talented people through doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. In fact, when you were mentioning, uh, it was uh, you said Peter and the Wolves. Yeah, Peter Lamb and the Wolves. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was making me think of that um, that symphonic children's tale, um, Peter and the Wolf. Yeah, mm. yeah, which yeah. is probably one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. Do you guys have any um, music or albums that have just stuck uh, stuck at? Man, I cannot talk. I'm gonna have to edit this in postscript podcasting. Um, I can't talk. Uh, any albums that have been iconic or stuck out to you over the ages that have been formative in your musical careers? Oh my God. Mm. 
hard to limit that. Yeah. That's, I mean, I never said yeah. you had to limit it. True. Uh, for me, it'd be, it would be Let It Be by The Replacements and uh, Underwater Moonlight by The Soft Boys. And then mm-hmm. the entire Beatles catalog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'll go with that uh, entire Replacements catalog. <laughs> oh, I can drop some of the, the later. Can albums. you? Yeah. <laughs> but I like them. I like all of them. Now I feel bad saying it. I okay. know. Okay. Oh. I, I, no, you're I hope good. Don't worry about it. That's okay. Uh, the replacements <laughs> are the uh, big listeners of WKNC. <laughs> on the phone. The hotline's about to ring. Quiet, Can't Tommy. Some... The local beat is on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do. Uh, we do get lots of different genres and rockers coming through. So if only the replacements were local, that would be very cool. I like. Uh, I've played this on uh, Little Raleigh Radio. Um, Cursive. Uh, there's an album, um, The Ugly Organ by Cursive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that's a brilliant album. Um, I guess maybe older back. I love The Cars. Uh, so my dad car- also loves The Cars. Yeah. Candy O is a great <laughs> album. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love The Cars. <laughs> they were very important to us. Oh, daddy likes them. Oh, my. No, my dad. Uh, I got a lot of my music taste from my father. See? Yeah. yeah. Uh, big ups to Dennis. He's yeah. a good man. Yeah. I hope he listens to this later and gets mad Dennis. at me for calling him by his first name. <laughs> Dennis Beowulf? Dennis Beowulf, yes, oh. indeed. That's him. Very good. If only that was my last name. My real last name isn't nearly that cool. <laughs> Anybody else want to name drop an album? Uh, Slater Kinney, The Woods. You've been talking about Slater Kinney a yeah. lot. Mm. That's big for me. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> the Woods was so cool because it was like, how does every album get better? You know, it's like, it, this is probably the best one yet. And then they took like a 10-year break and came back with like, even better album, you know, just... You can't rush perfection. Oh, that's right. So good. <laughs> Bert? <laughs> he, uh, his I eyes widened answered this question. Uh, oh, he did. He said the entire Replacements catalog. And but you're right. It's not really the entire Replacements catalog. Oh, so give us something, something new. Okay. That's not Replacements? That's not the Replacements. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, I already said the, the F... Up oh yeah, one, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I really am crazy about. The, uh, it's the new the, one? It's, no, it's the one with the. Um, I'm so bad with names. Yeah. It's the one where I can the, the, the Juliet. The, the, the. It's um. I'll pull it up. Uh, uh <laughs> it, it's. Shoot, it's like Romeo and Juliet or something. Let's see. Um, freaked up. Yeah, freaked up. <laughs> anyway, freaked I just out. that whole album end to end, every single song is just um. Uh, I guess it's about four or five years old now. I'd like to make a personal anti shout out to Apple Music for sucking. I hate this app Mm. so much. uh, It doesn't want to load, but but there's a lot of other stuff, especially like in the '80s and '90s when Mm -hmm. I started playing. You know, stuff from Guadalcanal Diary or um, uh, 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 gosh, they're just yeah. You know, and and the thing is, in this area, you were in LA, but here. here we had some really great shows. We had um, um, Dash Rip Rock. We had um, we had all these great bands come through. You and say they, Das Drip? Dash Rip Rock. Oh, it's I was a trio. Say, das, das Drip, drip. is a great band. Yeah, yeah. That, now I can't say it. Now that you said that, Dash Rip um, Rock. But we I had a lot that. of free shows. So like Duke had all his money, and they would put out shows in the quad, and it would be all these these great great bands, and they were free. And if you can just get to Duke, and you can hang out, you know, with all the frat boys, and 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 watch. Um, you know, watch some killer shows. Um, great bands. As far as the development of music and the music culture has gone so far, 
one question that I have posed to my father in the past and would like to bring up to you guys is um, we see this kind of idolization of classic rockers as in like people who don't even listen to Nirvana will wear that name on their T-shirt or they'll get the Pink Floyd um, yeah. Yeah, I almost said over the garden I call it wall. the Walmartization of, you know, Absolutely. the t-shirt on the rack that costs six ninety nine. Absolutely. Do you, um, regardless of whether or not that's actually putting those artists on a pedestal, do you think, can you think of any artists that are modern or mainstream that will be put in that hall of fame, like the collective conscious memory of society in a, in a similar way? Or do you see that as being um, an exclusive phenomenon? I would I would say that I I'm not sure that and this this is not a dig at all but I don't know that the that that music that's popular and coming out now is uh, has the longevity. Um, I understand that. I'm not saying that there there aren't bands that produce music that can have that longevity. I just don't think that I think that the commercialization right of music it's a reflection of the market. It's a reflection turnover. of the market. There are great and bands out there. I get into arguments with yeah. people all the time they're like well there's just no good music oh, I'm like, i totally disagree I'm like, this yeah. is like this great music you're yeah. not listening you have to dig a little you, right? you have a to li- dig right? not even a lot just a yeah. little right you yeah. just have to dig you know and i, I always mean, say listen to knc i mm-hmm. seriously i, I yeah. tell mm-hmm. you you all know this mm-hmm. <laughs> i say it all the time college radio kexp um just listen there's a crap ton yeah. of great music coming out and oh. it's just not what's popular so i think that that might change that might make it so that like there aren't the bands that are going to be known well enough to experience that that kind of thing phenomenon i don't know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. could be wrong i, I think it's because the machine's not pushing out their one two three bands that they like is what it is yeah you know, so there's no you know, there's no radio station that's you know constantly. Well, except for you pushing. What was the band? <laughs> the Cherry Blazers. Yeah. 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 That'll be the band, right? That'll there. be that the band. I'm going to buy my shirt. I want a T-shirt now. with that. My shirt right now. Yeah. Yeah. God, they're not coming anywhere close to North Carolina. Mm. Oh, that's frustrating. It really, really hurts my heart. Yeah. I have yet to see them live, but mm. one day, maybe soon, probably not. But I am going to see India Bravo live. And for that reason, I want to play another song. Chris? Uh, play uh, Come and Get It. <laughs> February 19th. I can do it. Come and get it. Indio Bravo, WKNC 88.1. This is the local beat. Keep it locked, rockers. And we're back probably for the last interview segment before the local beat signs off. If you've been tuning in this whole time, first of all, thank you. Second of all, I hope you enjoyed it. We have had Cosmic Punk not here, but Indio Bravo and Goddamn Wolves instead. They're all playing a lineup soon. You want to name drop those last few facts? I've sa- Take a shot every time I've said name drop in this mm-hmm. interview. I have been doing shots and... <laughs> We're gonna need a ride home, guys. Chris is slurring his words. Yes. February nineteenth, Tuesday. Come on out, poorhouse. 
Doors at eight, right? Show doors at nine, at eight. nine, Show ten, at nine, eleven. Ten, eleven. Got That's it. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. What can we expect? Is it going to be exclusively music off of y'all's EP or stuff that we can hear on the LP soon? It'll be all of that. Mm-hmm. Yes, it'll be got, mayhem. It'll be mayhem. Dogs and cats. You'll hear. Uh, you'll probably hear those two songs you just heard from Indio Bravo. I'm guessing. Yes. Yes. We're gonna play sure. everything we know. <laughs> <laughs> play everything we know. <laughs> as is as, everything. <laughs> every, that's it. As is goddamn wolves. We will be playing everything we know. Uh, so yes. So you got the four songs on the EP plus six or so more. So yeah. Hell yeah! yeah. Definitely looking forward to it. I yeah. wish Cosmic Punk was here to tell us a little bit about their stuff too. But yes. from seeing Check them, them out. yeah, from oh. seeing them play a couple times, they are phenomenal. And yeah. Yeah. Great. Excuse. Great. They're yeah. they're gonna put on a good show. They're the headliners, right? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who's first? Me. I mean, India Bravo. Yes. India Bravo. Goddamn Wolves. Cosmic Punk. You got it. Super sick lineup. I hope everyone out there is taking notes, making sure they're gonna get there. It is twenty one plus, so duly yes. noted. Mm-hmm. Um, at the Four House, eight p.m. Doors. You got it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for being here today. We're gonna wrap up the segment by but just playing some more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't talk today. This is it. I give up. I talk too much. No, you can do it. Hang I in can there. Do it. Hang okay. in there. I just okay. want to say thank you for having us. Absolutely. Very much. This is quite literally my favorite thing to do all the time. Yeah. Oh. So thank you. We oh, uh, really appreciate that you do it. enabling and how you my do habit. It. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We're going to be playing a little bit more Indio Bravo, and I'll close out with some Cosmic Punk. So this is WKNC 88.1 with the local beat. Thank you for listening, and come back not next week, but the week after that. This has been DJ Beowulf in studio with Goddamn Wolves, a representative from Indio Punk and keeping Cosmic Punk. Indio Bravo and keeping Cosmic I'll Punk in Indio our punk. hearts. Indio <laughs> Punk and Cosmic Bravo. Yeah, like okay. <laughs> yeah, WKNC 88.1. DJ Beowulf out.